Welcome to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Fly Racing has redefined expectations in safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring Rion technology, conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the formula to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the formula helmet has changed the game. Yeah, Brian Bogers, MXGP of Finland. First of all, uh, you won the first moto, ridiculously dominant, looked very easy. I forgot you were even out there because you were just riding around like it was a practice day. And like I was saying last week, the fact that now Brian Bogers wins a moto and I just go, eh? Yeah, okay, normal. Like, doesn't even, it's not even a big deal in my head. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's perfectly normal. Crazy. Uh, sucks you missed the podium. Mistake late in the second moto. But still, another moto win. That's a big deal. Great to be where you are. I understand that it sucks, but still, this is positive. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a little bit two sides, you know. Uh, on one side, I, I need to be happy, especially with that first moto. That was amazing again. And also, if you see the performance of that one, yeah, it's, it was, yeah, I was just uh, very comfortable out there, and so yeah, feeling very good. And uh, actually, I was thinking, yeah, just second moto, we do it again, and uh, <laughs> not not like that easy, but just you know, I, I I wanted to try my best, and but made a couple of mistakes, uh, maybe pushing a little bit too hard the first couple of laps. I was behind Ivo, couldn't pass him, and cost me a lot of energy. Uh, after that, I made a big, big mistake. I almost uh, yeah, lost control of the bike and uh, went out of the track even. So this also cost a, a lot of energy. And yeah, it's the second moto, it's sand. You need to save all your energy, of course, and, and, and just for the, you need, need to use it for the riding. Uh, after that, I made another crash. So yeah, I was... I was completely done, you know, and uh, it's just a pain in the ass that I just missed the podium at one point. But yeah, it's this is motocross, and uh, sometimes it, it goes like this. Even you know, I'm. I think I feel the same like uh, a couple of years ago when I was European uh, riding European Championship. I had the same points than the than the champion, yeah. than the champ. So uh, <laughs> you know that feeling. I'm I'm feeling it again. So. Yeah, it's, uh, it's terrible, terrible feeling. But uh, yeah, one side I'm happy, one side I'm disappointed, of course. Did um did you feel more relaxed going into the second moto um, compared to Lommel? Like obviously you've now done this before. You know what it's like to win an overall. You know what it takes to get the job done. You know what the emotions are. So did did today after that moto win feel a little more relaxed and normal to you? Uh, I no no not really. It's it, yeah kind of the same feeling. So uh, I'm normally quite relaxed before a moto. So uh, also before that second one, I was quite relaxed. But of course, uh, in the back of your head, it's it's yeah, you know that podium is is yeah. Normally it's there, you know. Last weekend I think Glenn was three and five, and he was third overall, and I'm now one and six, and no podium. So <laughs> yeah, this this is how it goes, you know. But yeah, of course, uh, of course, there is there is some pressure, but it's it's healthy pressure you know it's 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 a good one so yeah just need to put it together for two motors i think um i think that we could have a very good gb here all they need to do is flatten the track and start again 
because the ground's good, we've got a lot of space, but I don't know what the whole tight thing before the finish is. I don't know why the middle of the track there's enough room to build another track that's just left. So this could be an amazing GP. I think the track sucks for racing. We just need to flatten it, start again, and it might be quite good. Uh, agree? Yeah, but I, I think this is the problem with all the tracks. We have we have such an amazing amazing tracks like all over Europe yeah. and uh, yeah every time they do something and something strange, you know. Um, I think I think the track was good and was nice, but what you say it's then you have like the the, the, the tight stuff and uh, yeah actually everywhere one line yeah. and we 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 keep continuing with this problem every single race that it's just one line and. I, d I don't know, I'm not a track builder, so I don't know how to fix this problem, but they need to fix it. Do you know if they're still doing the safety thing? You must have had a, it must be your turn soon, right? I guess, is it happening? I haven't heard about it for a long time. No, but that's already what I told you before, you know, they, they uh, start something and then it's going well, it's going well, and then, and then they forget about this, you know, what they did also yeah. in the past. So, I don't know what riders it would be now, obviously not you. I've, I have no idea. I'm going to work out when it's your day and you're going to bring this back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but I think uh, my day is not coming. <laughs> um, look, it is weird, the position you found yourself in, because we're sat here, you finished fourth overall at GP, you won a moto, and we're doing quite a disappointed interview. Is it hard for you to get your head around that yourself? Like, on one side, are you like, oh, I need to be happy, look how far I've come in one year. And then on the other side, you're also like, no, I'm a racer. I want to win every week. I need to be pissed. Like, are you struggling to manage that mentality yourself? Because like doing it physically is one thing, but doing it mentally is a completely different ball game. Well, I, I think it keeps me like uh, mentally sharp. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even when I, when I feel yeah, ter terrible now, it's 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 good for me. I think I, it keeps me motivated, and you know, even yeah, if I if I would win again or even on, on the podium, of course, it al also motivates me. But this is again from uh, next time I need to push more, you know, because uh, I also try to tell me like uh, the pain uh, is temporary, yeah. the fame is forever. So uh, and this is even what I told me the, the, before the second motor, you know, because I knew it, 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 it was going to be heavy and painful and, you know, but still, yeah, I did my best and just made too many mistakes. Jorge Prado, uh, MXGP of Finland. Difficult day for you, but I have no idea what's happened to your starts. You were, you are the best starter in the sport, maybe in history. You can get a whole shot from anywhere. But today especially, um, the starts were nowhere. You haven't had a whole shot in a little while, I feel like. I think Lommel Sekimoto was the last time. But today, um, starts were really bad and that's what killed you because this was a tough track to pass on. Very one-lined, very narrow in spots. Almost like an 85 track before the finish. Uh, so you couldn't do much from there and yeah, from there you were screwed. Yeah, well, we, we struggle a little bit with the starts, especially when it's very deep and uh, after the gate. We struggle a little bit. Sweden, I made some mistakes myself, <clears throat> a little bit out of balance and I don't know what happened second second star there or completely so bad reaction but today <clears throat> I mean the starts were good just I don't know you, I touched the ground I touched the dirt and I everybody would go you know a little bit in front so we struggled a little bit um, but yeah um, Saturday was good uh, I mean speed wise I'm, I'm good but 
health, I'm not so healthy at the moment uh, since since the COVID uh, in Lomo I'm struggling a lot. So so yeah, it's um, it's tough because I don't like to ride in the positions I'm riding, but I just can't do much more. Um, if I can, if I, I mean, for one lap, it's okay. As you can see in the time practice lately, like it's no problem. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, the once I'm going to the moto, I just can't be, you know, 100% uh, like I was before. Uh, just the week before Omo, I was feeling very good physically. Um, but yeah, I, uh, the COVID got me, and uh, yeah, we are, I'm struggling. Hopefully. We can get a bit better, but I mean, now two races left, it's going to be hard. But yeah, I have the faith that um, going to a hard pack will be a bit easier uh, physically. So hopefully with good starts, I will fight um, yeah, to get some podium at to the end of the season. So when you were sick in Lommel, that was COVID again. Um, yeah. I thought you just had the flu or a cold. That was, no, no, no. was it bad? Like, was it as bad as last time? Um, what was that like? Yeah, when I I didn't sleep at all on Saturday to Sunday, um, and then uh, yeah, then I went racing, and then I, when I get back home, I did test yeah. and I got uh, uh, positive on COVID. So yeah, then I just couldn't ride uh, for one week, uh, and then I start slowly riding two days just before Sweden. But yeah, <laughs> these weeks when I go riding, I cannot even do the motos, you know. So yeah, I mean, I'm coming to the GP, of course, to put 100% effort. But yeah, if I'm not healthy, you know, it's nothing to do with training, it's just but luck in one yeah. way, you know, um, and at this point of the season, so um, yeah, I cannot do much, don't know what to say. <laughs> Obviously last time you had COVID, it um, really destroyed you and was with you for eight months or something stupid. Um, have you been able to do tests to see if it's as serious this time or if it's kind of bringing back the same problems as last time? Like. I don't even know if you can do tests for that sort of stuff, but do you know if this is going to be as big a problem as it was uh, the beginning of last year? Well, we are trying to get it to, to get it like uh, to feel better uh, with the doctor, uh, with the doctor and everything. But it's it's very hard to. Um, I mean, uh, there is no no much information about it. Also, yeah. it's quite hard also to say okay if you take let's say this is like when you. I mean, it's easy when you have like the flu and then you take that medicine and you know that in three days yeah. you're okay in two days. But uh, with the COVID it's hard because sometimes you can feel a bit good, sometimes you feel bad. Um, lately I'm feeling yeah, very bad. So um, it's, it's hard, it's hard. Because uh, this is sport especially that we are going so high in heart rate. I just can't keep it. Like once I get there, I'm like, okay, I need to sh go a little bit slower. Otherwise, I, I mean, I cannot make it. I cannot make it. So I lose the power and I lose everything. I lose everything. <laughs> I'm guessing, um, like the first moto today, did you feel off and just tired from the start, or did you have a couple of good laps before it hit you? Yeah, first moto, I was trying to pass some guys, but I mean, so tough to pass. I'm not good at passing and. And I'm a guy that I'm, I mean, to be honest, I'm used to start always first. In my whole life, I think this is the year I had to pass the most people. Uh, I'm not used to that. So, for me, it's tough to come from, from the back. Some riders have started all, his, all, all their life last, yeah. <laughs> or I mean, bad. Yeah, yeah. So then it's easy for them to come, to come by. I mean, it's natural. 
but for me it's very difficult and especially feeling like I'm feeling it's it's uh, it's even harder um, yeah when I'm behind those guys that go slower than me especially my first laps are normally very good and in between the traffic I can't keep my rhythm and that blocks me the whole you know like for the full model and I can't keep my flow so then I'm yeah getting tired also quicker so I mean it's a combination a little bit of everything hopefully we can make two good starts uh, in the next round and then uh, we see what we can do um, uh, not much to say <laughs> this is annoying because after Sweden you were very happy uh, you had fun riding and I felt like you yeah. turned a corner so this is kind of the worst possible timing because I feel like without this uh, sickness without Covid without everything that comes with that maybe right now you'd actually be quite happy and enjoying things and at your best I mean uh, we've been struggling a little bit the whole season with my feeling uh, with the bike yeah. uh, um, but then uh, just after Lomo we find something and and, and then I start enjoying also more my riding. Uh, even yesterday, you know, I, I, I told the team I'm enjoying so much riding the track just because I feel like we are going in the right direction. But um, but yeah, it's, it's, I mean, now that I have something that I, let's say, we, that we found that it's better, I get these health issues, so then I cannot perform even like I was performing before, you know, feeling not that great. Just because I don't have the power and um, yeah, just to, to keep up the speed and, and to be strong. So yeah. The main thing, I feel like the main thing for you is get through these last two rounds, have a holiday and then get healthy, do some more testing to get even more comfortable with the bike and continue going in this good direction and then hit the reset button hard for 2023. I feel like that's, that's got to be like your plan right now, right? Mm, yeah, I think so. I think some holidays will be good for me, especially to recover my body. Um, and I mean, I think we were, in some points of the season, we were quite okay. Just my feeling wasn't there. But it happens, you know, when you have like yeah. a new bike and everything. But I'm happy we found a like an improvement because sometimes it's even hard to get to get what we have now so so yeah if there's some things coming up for next year so uh, yeah the team is putting maximum effort to feel so so I can feel very good and yeah I mean it's, this season is still not over hopefully I can still finish like with a medal but yeah at the moment if you see the results I'm I'm doing it's not really realistic but <laughs> but uh, sometimes I can switch it around very quick sometimes not but sometimes yes so I don't know what to expect even in my you know, sometimes I can come from a bad weekend like this and come up on top next. So I don't even know what I can do. To, so, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully good. And, and I don't need to speak with you about, yeah, it was okay, riding in ninth place, tenth place. <laughs> I, miss, I miss the happy interviews. At the start of the year, we had a lot of happy interviews. We'll get there. Um, last thing, nations. I feel like I'm not your doctor. I'm not your trainer. But I feel like now... An extra three weeks of riding and pushing and getting ready for the nations probably isn't the best thing. Uh, do you know if you're 100% going, 100% out, what the plan is? I don't know. We need to see. We need to see. I don't know. If I start feeling better, then yeah, probably it's good to go. If I'm feeling like I'm doing now, then 
probably it's a waste of time. <laughs> so uh, I, I really need to value everything with my team, with my people and, and see, see what, it, what we can do. Uh, Paul Jonas, MXGP of uh, Finland. I was very worried for you yesterday because it wasn't good. I was thinking about your holiday, where you could go, whether you have to race the rest of the season. I was th thinking all of this. First moto again, I was quite worried, but second moto was a nice rebound. Uh, looks a little bit more like your old self and a bit of a positive to end the weekend on. But you're still much better than this. Yeah, it's like, it's frustrating. You know, like yesterday, like you said, uh, you were thinking where I could go on a holiday and like, yeah, first live crash. Maybe you saw on Geyser's GoPro, you could see from yesterday that uh, my crash. I didn't see it, but you I will watch it. You, you it need, sounds bad. You need to watch. It's. I was actually quite lucky there. Like I got bits, uh, bit uh, out of balance through the way, through the through like breaking bombs and just went completely straight off the track and almost over the bars. But actually, was quite lucky there. <clears throat> and then after the crash, yeah, like how I was riding, it was just terrible. I think I was five seconds slower than the. And then the last guy, you know, which was in front of me, and I was just cruising. And every time I passed the pit line, I was like, "Should I go in? Should I go out or not?" And I'm like in my head, okay, you know, for the gate pick, maybe for sure some guys will pull out, some will have some bike issues, so we'll get like two, three places. So that happened also. But yeah, for the start didn't really help, you know. First moto, quite bad start, and uh, <laughs> you know, everyone is saying to me just don't crash in the first lap, be careful, be careful. So like in my head, like when I'm riding, I'm just too much focused on not crashing not just to go faster like it's it's crazy like even the second moto when i was riding i'm just scared to crash like i'm like okay you know i have fucked up so many times sorry for my language it's fine <laughs> say whatever you want <laughs> so i was like yeah just 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 please don't crash please don't crash like first race i think i was like 22 first yeah. lap or something like that so i thought you crashed in the first turn or something because i was I like how know. would he be that far back no no i was really far back you know i think uh, goodanini went quite much outside you know from yeah. he was a bit more inside for me and uh, yeah then the corner was really bad and first lap I just you know everyone said just don't crash don't crash so it, it was like deep in my head and I just cruised the first lap and then tried to get a rhythm you know for sure I was my pace was way off like how it should be but uh, at least you know I didn't crash <laughs> which was positive from yesterday um, look we can't say too much but this week you made a positive step with the suspension, which you were happy about. Was it as good racing as you thought it would be? Like, did it work like you thought or not so much or? Like, uh, this week, you know, on Tuesday, uh, yeah, last week on Tuesday, I went riding uh, after Sweden and like we, we together with the team, we were like, yeah, we have to try something, you know, because I've been uh, so like unlucky and so how you say uncomfortable like not not feeling like myself so we tried many different things already before and this was i think the last throw and uh you know on tuesday let's be honest we just went back to the stock stock rear shock stock linkage and it was for the first time you know when i rode i was like this is my bike you know i came back home from training and it was first time i think in two three months that i was happy after training i'm like yeah this is it this is it you know and then on wednesday we went uh, uh, riding again. We did some, some, some tests with uh, with the WP guys, but you know it didn't really help. So I just like we started riding this week was just uh, the stock shock, what you can buy in a shop, and uh, the linkage. So uh, it was actually for me like the feeling was much better. Like I felt good on the bike, but 
I just don't have confidence at the moment, you know, and that's missing a lot, you know, just to go with the pace with the front guys, you need to have the confidence in the bike, confidence in yourself, just to hit the bumps and not be scared to get sideways, you know, and that's missing for me at the moment, because every time <clears throat> when I try to go faster, I get a little bit squarely and I'm like, oh, 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 just don't crash, you know, you need to take care. And now, like, in the end of the second moto, I got a little bit flow, started to play with the bike, which I hadn't done for a long, long time. So, okay, obviously, you know, it's... Um, factory factory suspension is uh yeah it's just few levels higher you know like now i think after 15 20 minutes the shock got uh quite soft you know because yeah the oil gets really hot also and with the temperatures and it's it's quite quite tough for the <laughs> for for the suspension for the bike in those conditions so it was a little bit needed to adapt during the morrow but overall yeah like uh i think that was uh, in a good way and I think this week we're gonna try a few few, few other things so uh, hopefully we can improve for the next two races. So you have some hope? You think that maybe we can have some happy races to end the season and end the season with a smile? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so because you know this has been really depressing you know during the week and everything I'm just pain in the ass you know for uh, everyone around me you know I'm even not like happy with myself you know so it's tough just even racing, you know, like sometimes I'm like now also I'm thinking like should I go riding during the week or not? Because you know, like like I said, Tuesday was the only time when I came back from training I was happy, you know, and usually when you go riding you're like, Yeah, yeah, you know, it's so good, you wanna go riding. So now uh yeah, we will try maybe to do some changes again this week, you know, to to improve, you know, because uh WP guys has some ideas. <coughs> I'm sorry. Uh so uh we'll try to improve from this. Uh but yeah, you know, we still have two more races and it's coming St. Joe, maybe not my favorite track, but Turkey. I, I would say I, I like it a lot there. So I'm looking forward to the last two races and uh, yeah, just hopefully I can end the season with a smile and uh, just on a positive note, because like I said now, I, uh, I, I, I just don't want to be around anyone, you know, like even now after the races, I don't want to take my phone because it's all... I want to be doing interviews like this. No, this I this I, this I actually enjoy, you know. I don't know why. So uh, you 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 are in a good list. <laughs> no, Thank but, God. but it's just like you know, it's it's always the same. You know what's happening, what's happening, and you know I get in deeper and deeper depression. So uh, hopefully we can get out of this soon. Uh, last thing, I don't understand why you're racing tomorrow, unless we're paying you like a million euros. We're a long way from Belgium. It <laughs> seems you've had a hard day. It's been a hard track. It's hot. Uh, I don't understand why you're racing tomorrow. Makes no sense. Explain it to me. I do need to go one time. You know, that's actually I think the. I have to pay me a million euros also. But that's the biggest race in Belgium of the year. Um, honestly, I think it's way better than GP in Lommel. It's Mole, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's in Kyoval. You know, like that race has been there forever. You know, like everyone is is just so classic. You know, it's always full with spectators. Okay, it's gonna be quite hot also tomorrow. So I. I'm actually hoping it's gonna rain a lot, so the track will a little bit slow down. But uh, no, it's yeah, it's 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 a big race, you know. And there's many spectators, and I haven't done any international race for two years, probably even more. So uh, yeah, I'm happy to go there. Yeah, Mattia Guadagnini. Uh, I say it right now. Um, MXGP of Finland. I don't know what happened to your starts this weekend, but I don't think I saw you near the front on the first lap once. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. That pretty much screwed your entire weekend, I feel. Yeah, you're completely right. And uh, uh, in Sweden, I was not f feeling really, really fast. And uh, I was missing a little bit the flow. And uh, I, I tried to, to start better the weekend uh, from free practice and time practice. 
So I tried to push to, to find the flows on good lines, to, to find already the rhythm from the morning of Saturday, because uh, I, I understand that uh, starts are so important, uh, especially here, like uh, where the first corner is so, it was strange, uh, also Sweden and uh, here, it's hard to start good from the outside, so Saturday is really, really important. And uh, I try to I try to push in the time practice. Was actually not so bad. I was riding pretty good. Uh, I finished 10, but really close from six or seven. So it uh, was pretty good, and I was feeling good also on the bike. Uh, but yeah, uh, not the best start in the in the qualifying race. Um, the jump out of the, out of the gate was uh, good, but then uh, Bugas, who start like first or second, was just outside of me and uh, it cut on the inside, so I had to break and half uh, the straight, the start straight. So yeah, I was uh, one of the last in the first corner, and uh, I was trying to to push and go outside for the, the second corner, but I think I came together with Tixie and uh, my bike turned off, I don't know how. He, I, I think it like touched my handlebar and turned the, the off button. Sabotage. <laughs> and I don't know, yeah, just like I find, I was trying to go on the, on the corner, but the bike was, uh, was off and I crashed, stupid crash, but yeah, I was uh, last on the qualifying race and uh, I tried my best to, to try to pass some riders because I knew that the qualifying was so important for today but yeah uh, I, was, I was I think already 16 or 15 but then I had a st one stupid crash and I was last again and uh, I, I tried my best and I finished only 20 so the start for, from, for today was uh, pretty bad <laughs> And uh, also this morning qualifying, I tried to, to take the rhythm, just take the flow with the, with the track. It was really difficult today, it was tough. Strange bumps, uh, hard on the bottom, but deep sand. It was really strange, this, this track. And um, yeah, start was so important, And uh, but race one, I had a good start actually, but I went, uh, I was completely on the outside, so I tried to, to break late and go outside, but then a few guys from the inside took me even more outside. I was almost crashing again. So yeah, I think I was 30, <laughs> like last. And um, first two laps, just uh, riding, trying to pass some, guy, some guys in front of me was already not so bad, but then I had another crash. So again, start from last. Uh, yeah, trying my best, not riding that good, uh, passed some guys, but finished 20, which is, <laughs> of course, not good. Second race, uh, I tried to not even start, to just cut to the inside, and, uh, well, it was not the best start, of course, but uh, I think, uh, yeah, I saw a few guys uh, not jump, uh, starting good from the outside, like Evo, they told me, so... I'm not sure that was the right choice, but uh, at least I was not last like the first race. I was around 20. <laughs> it looks pretty good also 20, but it's not good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then just ride better. Took a little bit like my rhythm and uh, passed some riders. Then uh, I find Jorge, I tried to stay with him. Uh, I was even faster a few laps. And uh, in the end, I just uh, was a little bit tired from... Uh, I was tough tough track so yeah it's normal to get a little bit tired in the last few laps 
And uh, for Ato pass me, I was trying to, to pass Orge, but and then yeah, I finished 13. And uh, of course, it's not uh, what I want. And uh, I knew, I know that I can do a lot better. Even uh, even when I was doing eight, almost every race, I was I was saying that I can do better. So now I have to say more times. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just like this. Uh, it's not the best moment. Like after last week, was the crash. And uh, I, I want to try to, to regroup now, go back to Italy, train a little bit at home and, uh, and do, do the best for the last two, three races of the year and uh, finish on, on the high level and be ready for next year. This is, um, this is the worst track to get a bad start on, I feel. Like normally sand tracks are easy to pass on, there's lines everywhere. This was maybe the most one-line sand track I've ever seen in my life. Um, the bit before the finish line was like an 85 track. Um, we had a massive area in the middle of the track that just wasn't used for some reason. Um, yeah, I feel like this track could be very good, but I just need to start again. Yeah, it was, uh, it was not the best sand track uh, I've ever seen in my life. It was, uh, as you say, like an 85 track, like a regional championship. Uh, almost uh, one line, just uh, really strange. I don't know what to say. And uh, yeah, it was uh, probably one of the worst tracks to start to have a bad start. And uh, and <laughs> I did three bad starts, so it was pretty bad. And uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what to say. But that means that means you can't uh, you can't beat yourself up too much after today because your speed was actually good, you just couldn't make passes because no one could. So that means you can put today behind you, move on and be happy, right? Yeah, sure. It's the, the, the best thing to do to, to get better. So just leave this few races behind and start again. Actually, the first few races on the 50, 50 were really, really good. I was feeling good. So just- Eighth place. <laughs> few eighth place, but even <laughs> Six, one time, so five, uh, I, right. I, I think you should be on the podium now. I think you're good enough to be on the podium. I thought, because if you started in eighth place, then that means that you can be on the podium, I think, right? I think yes. Uh, I mean, obviously you need better starts from 30th. Like, I know you've got trainers and you've got a team, like starting 30th, not gonna do it. So we need to improve that and then we'll get better results. Yeah, of Like Alden Baker. <laughs> Thank you, Luis. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's 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 right. Just uh, just need better start. Of course, the the 450. Uh, there are many guys now, like 30 30 riders. So if you start last, it's not not, not the best to get in the top five. But of course, um, Saturday is really important. So need to to be more in front on Saturday and. Uh, and try to, to be better on the start and then of course I think with my speed and how I'm feeling now on the bike also in the training I'm feeling really really good I'm riding good uh, we stayed one month in Belgium and and I saw how good I am in the training because there there was also many other riders and I know what I can do so just need to, to put everything together better Saturday better start and then everything would be would be easier Hey, Mitch Evans, uh, MXGP of Finland. First of all, speed's very good still. Um, continues to trend in a good direction, which is what we fought all along. Uh, we knew that from the midway point in the season it would get better and better. Indonesia was good, Lommel was good, Sweden was good. This is going in a good direction. 
kind of sucked today because of bad circumstances. You were just never in a good position to do well. But most importantly, what the hell did you do to Ben in the first moto? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, bro. Nothing. I just passed him. Might have been a little bit aggressive. Yeah, but I'm trying to... I don't know, and I'm very yeah. concerned. I haven't heard from him. Is he okay? I don't know. I thought you guys are best buds. Why haven't you heard from him? It's not been a great year. Oh, okay. Fair enough. The, 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 the wagon? No? No? The wagon is still rolling? Yeah. And you just wish that you had a wagon, but you never will, oh. and you need to get over it. Damn. Okay. Jeez. I, I mean, <laughs> the circle of trust. There's a, there's a <laughs> circle within the circle of trust oh, that you don't know about. Okay. So I'm not, not in the center. Okay. Close. I get it. I see where I stand. Yeah. When's James coming back to the races? Huh? Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it was again just the first lap. Each motor put her on the ground. Uh, the first one, first, first race, I was probably just being like a little, like wanting it too much, you know, like I know the speed's there, I know that I can run at the front now and I'm just like in my head, you know, I want to be there so much that um, it bit me in, in the ass and I got stuck in the tough block and so that was a bit difficult, that took so much longer to get up. Um, and then yeah, Moto 2 was just dumb crash, I kind of was tuck in the front and then I hit a bump and my handlebars uppercut me into my helmet and then I got the helmet got stuck on the front brake and then I hit the next bump and just threw me off the bike. D did the helmet stay stuck as you crashed or did hitting the other bump like release it? Yeah, so when I hit the first bump it got stuck and then once I hit the next bump, because my head's already there, I kind of didn't really have any way to stop myself from the next bump, and that's what threw me off. Luckily, it got unstuck when I crashed, but yeah, hit the ground pretty hard. Bars were bent quite good. Almost karma for your move on Ben in the first moto. Depends who's... Who's, <laughs> who's in charge of that. Exactly. <laughs> if you are, then yes, for sure. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we were, we were searching all weekend with um, bike setup. We tried something new this weekend because we haven't really done any testing. Um, so yeah, it's been... Yeah, like I, I didn't get to do any testing um, really in Sardinia, you know, at the beginning of the year because I still had so much pain in my wrist. And now that, um, now that my speed's getting faster and my strength is getting better, we kind of need to make adjustments every week. And, you know, when we're racing so far away from where we're based we can't do testing every week so um yeah we're just trying new things on the weekend and i feel like yes it was the right direction in the beginning but the changes we made throughout the weekend were the wrong direction so i almost texted you this last night but then i thought why would you want to hear from me um i always, I always do man okay well I, if it's gossip hey that you don't tell anybody else have we got beef have we got is, <laughs> is there an issue here <laughs> no as long as I'm in the circle of trust, it's all good, bro. Okay. You let me know if there's an issue. Um, um, qualifying race, you were riding really well. Uh, I noticed you were riding really well, so I went and looked at your lap times, and they confirmed that you were faster than Geyser, Prado, and whoever else was in that little group in front of you. I felt like, okay, it's only a qualifying race. I felt like you needed to get a bit more aggressive with Tim, get past him, and then you would have gone to the top three easily. Like, I genuinely feel like you would have gone par gone through everyone else, like, not no hassle at all. But I felt like you were a bit too nice with Tim. Yeah, you can say that. Um, I feel like I was really pissed off yesterday because I felt like I could have at least gotten fourth in that race. 
um, yeah, like I felt really good on the bike and I was in front of Tim for the first two laps and then I made a mistake. I was hitting like a different line compared to everybody else and then it was like around the outside just before the waves, yeah. like two corners before the waves and the line just blew away and there was nothing left and I tried to like jump back onto the track and it was so soft and I almost went over the bars and then Tim got me and then yeah, in my head I was like, I would catch Tim and then, you know, I'd didn't make a pass because it was quite one line yesterday i feel like they did a much better job today of like already kind of like an inside and outside you know um so at least there was more passing options today but yeah yesterday if you were going to make a pass you need it to be really aggressive especially if they're like closer to your speed and in the back of my mind i was thinking to myself well i don't really want to go putting him on the ground because then nobody's going to like me at the team and you know not that I like to ride like that anyway, but I was just thinking about the big picture for him. Would you have done it differently today with it being a points moto? N no, because of what was on the line for him, you know. So The last two rounds is game on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, like I have a lot of respect for Tim and I, I bet he had a, you know, a lot of pressure and stress that he was dealing with this weekend, so I didn't want to try and make it any worse for him. Um, what the riders on these podcasts have been doing this year is going very deep in their bike setup they and we as a group this year okay. we have all been going very deep uh with what's wrong what we're doing to fix it etc etc you said you struggled with bike setup so um the floor is yours if you want to join that circle of trust feel free <laughs> um well i feel like from the beginning of the year we we have we have a different frame this year and it makes the suspension work a lot more than what it used to do so um so yeah like the suspension's just been on the softer side all year and i've first we we needed to fix the front end which we've done now and um we're just playing with the rear but it's yeah it's much more difficult now because we don't have so much um you know time for testing so yeah, it's a little bit difficult, but I mean, we kind of scratching our heads in which way to go with it, um, because like I said, from the beginning of the weekend, we we thought we knew which way to go and it ended up making it worse. But again, I feel like the from the beginning of the weekend, the track was a lot flatter. Yeah. So once the track got soft, uh, softer and, and rougher, then the characteristics of what's bad with it um, got exaggerated. You know? So you're struggling. So you've been struggling with a rear shock lately. Yeah. Have you maintained the nice feeling with the front forks? Like when you've got that into a sweet spot, has that stayed all along every track? Like has or is what you're doing with a rear shock affecting that a little bit? Yeah. So we got the forks good before locker the week before locker, um, and they've been good until kind of this weekend and. This was the first weekend that we made a biggish, well, like the biggest change we've made with the shock um, since like Lommel. We made a, quite a big change for it in Lommel um, and we made another big one today and that I feel like it's affected the front end. Um, yeah, there's some things on the bike that I would like to try but we're not allowed because of safety reasons. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, like adding a sidecar or something? No, nah, it's um, about how high we can run the forks in the triple clamps, okay. you know. So it's if we drop it any more, then it's going to be quite dangerous, you know. So, that, so you in your head, that's your wild idea that you'd be interested to try? 
well, yeah, it's not my wild idea. It's that we already tried and I got into... I, we, I tried it without getting permission first. So. Okay. Uh, the, interviewer, the interviewer is stumped with where to go next. Um, um, How's that for insight, man? Yeah, that's good. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where to go from there. That was very wrong of you. Yeah, yeah but... Um, but wait, so you... Okay, you tried it. Is that... Uh, you said it. Yeah. Was the feeling good? Yeah, yeah, but again, it's pr- it's a lot smarter to run something that's going to finish the race yeah. than, than, you know, put you on the ground. So I completely understand. And any- anyway, there's other things that we can do to achieve the same feeling, um, which we just spoke about trying as well. So it's not the end of the world. So it's still two rounds to go and Nations. It's still full gas with um, trying things, trying to get better. It's not like, screw this, we're at, an- we're at the end of the season. Let's just bring this thing home. No, absolutely not. I mean, there's still plenty of, you know, money on the line for me to be able to earn. I haven't got many bonus money this year, so... Qualifying race win bonus or not? Does that not exist? You don't get a pole position bonus. Not, not an out. That's one thing. You know, there's talk about it next year of points for yeah. the quali race. I suggested to Luongo, give us bonus money. Are you really trying to bring, you really trying to bring me back into this? I Mate, I would twist the throttle on a Saturday qualifying race for bonus money, not for points. Well, speak to him. Should we get Roger Harvey over here? Or? I, hey, I brought this up in that meeting in yeah. in Germany, and all the other riders just laughed at me. Because so. yeah, you're Australian and you just clearly, say stupid things. Clearly nobody agrees <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah, it's because you're backwards. You do everything, you do everything uh, the opposite you're way down under. upside down. That's, what, that's the word I was looking for. Um... Can you tell us anything about next year? Like, obviously, like... Next year is 2023. Can you tell us anything about what you're doing next year? Other than riding dirt bikes? I'm racing dirt bikes at MXGV. Can you... Can you put just (laughs) something better than that? In Europe. Mainly based in Europe. We're going overseas six times next year. Yeah, but um, I will be based in Europe, so... Um... I will most likely be living in Belgium. And most likely heading in a some kind of direction. Well, I would hope so. I don't <laughs> okay, want to be standing still. <laughs> okay. Well, well, okay. I really was hoping for something there, but we'll move on. Uh, last thing, nations. Um, it's not been announced yet. It's completely obvious that it's you, Jet, and Hunter. If it wasn't that, then I would set Australia on fire. Um, yeah, I would. Jeez, the love in that? <laughs> um, it's obviously going to be that team. It's already out there in America that Hunter will ride MX2 and Jet will be on a 450. Yeah. That's a very good team. Very exciting. Um, yeah, good times. Yeah, I think we have a good shot at winning. Um, going to be weird. Obviously, you did the Nations of Redbud, and that was the only time. Going to be weird going back there. The only time. I you didn't, didn't do it another time, did you? Jura, 2016. Oh, yes, you were the... Filled in for Jed. I got the last... You were the super before. sub who was like 12 years old and <laughs> had no idea what he was doing. They Jed was number one pick, broke his collarbone the weekend before, and they asked like seven other riders before they asked me, but because we were halfway through the Supercross Championship, they all said no. I forgot that was you. It was so funny because I remember like when the news came out that we had just finished racing Supercross, like the second round of Supercross or something, and they had already asked like three riders and one of them was my cousin. And as we were walking out, I jokingly said to them, oh, 
ask me, I'll go. And then the next day, they got, I got the call. So, Well, that, yeah, that was a very memorable experience, clearly, because uh, I remember it well. Well, so you should. 38 moto scores is pretty good. Well, I was hoping you are going to do better than that. That was the first ever time I had ever raced a 30-minute moto. I remember, all of this is coming back to me now. I didn't remember it was you, but I remember everyone saying there's this Australian 11-year-old who shouldn't really be here. He's kind of here because we had no one else and he has no idea what's going on. I was lucky because I was still going to school. I was 16 years old and um, I was on school holidays, so I was able to, to go without missing school. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that your education came first. Um, I don't even know what I was saying now. Oh. So Redbud, um, going there last time was obviously like a bit of a, not who cares how we do, but let's see how we do, who knows. This year going there, kind of with pressure to win, is going to be a whole different ball game. Well, I mean, when I went there for Redbud, it was, I'm racing here to get a ride in America or Europe. So um, I feel like there's n not any difference, but for sure, with the... Brilliant, thank you for that. <laughs> with the, the level that Hunter and Jed have been riding at, for sure the press is going to be on for me to perform. Um, but yeah, I feel like we, we have a really good team and uh, we're making good progress with the bike and I'm starting to feel a lot better, like my fitness is 10 times better than what it was, you know, halfway through. That's why you should ride the open class. Mate, I'm happy to ride either class, doesn't bother me. So, last thing, because this has been long, we've said everything. We may as well say this as well. Um, this track, one lined. You say they did better job today. I think this track could be amazing. They just need to like start again. I don't know about start again. They need to start the finish section again. The finish section, like the bit before it, the eighty-five yeah. track. Well, I don't, I don't know what it was like before this track. I think it was the same. No, Someone apparently they changed the layout this for this race. Roger Harvey told me that it was the same in 1981 or something. Well, I heard from others who's a local from here has the track record. Your source is probably better. Yeah. <laughs> um, that yeah, they changed the layout, so his track record is safe. He's pretty happy with that. Oh, it was, what was he doing? Walking around eyeing up the competition? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I feel like the way that they could have made it better is like in those switchback turns is like make a split lane or something, you know? Or just open up the straights a bit more. Yeah, and make it less like fast and stop and then fast again. You I know? Think my stop biggest, my biggest confusion is we have that massive area in the middle of the yeah. track where you could literally build another track. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So like come down that hill, take it all the way to pit lane. Yeah, yeah. Look at us. We should be track designers every weekend. Did we just become best friends? Actually, I heard Luongo's looking Guess for not. a fool's... Yeah, <laughs> we'll blow that one off. <laughs> James is in here, bro. Well, I missed what you said. <laughs> um, anyway, this interview is a mess. Uh, we've said a lot. Yep. Maybe going to give blowback for this. But you're happy. You're heading in a good direction. Roll on the last two rounds. Let's get that podium. Yeah, absolutely. We're making good progress. Everything's heading in the right direction. So we got a smile on our face. And yeah, my time's coming. Just have to be patient and let it come to me. Yeah, Kai De Wolf, uh, MXGP of Finland. Very good day. You rode very well, but even I'm frustrated for you. Um, <laughs> you should have won today. You were the fastest rider in that second moto by a mile. If there was one place to pass on this track, you would have made the pass. I have no idea how Vial held you off because like I say, you were going quite a bit faster. So, yeah, it sucks. Second overall is good. 
but in my head that's like a moto win for you because yeah you were that much better and it's just because of the track that you didn't win um yeah and it would have also been my first ever um gp win so and you uh, need that we've been saying you need that yeah it was on the pit board you need 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 him for win then i was like balls to the wall i was like okay now we have to go all in but then it was so tough we had a back marker that last lap um and tom made a small mistake and we were bar to bar into the turn and i had to back off because otherwise we would have i think yeah. boat went down and um but still yeah i was feeling good all weekend actually um i felt really good i really didn't show it in free practice and time practice on um saturday but um and even in that qualifying it was sixth but i came from last i crashed second turn and then came back to six so um that already showed that i had speed but that first moto um yago was yago was really good uh, in that first moto so um yeah but now um second overall um was good um yeah, I enjoyed the track, um, only it was really tight, but uh, yeah, it was for everyone the same. I just thought of something. Um, one, how is your hand? And two, explain what happened last week, because, like, <laughs> so was the marshal pissed at you? Or were you, was he just looking to hit any rider, and it happened to be you? And when he hit you, was this, like, an accident, or did he, like, chase you down the track with his stick? I understand that the marshal hit you. I don't understand how the hell this happened. <laughs> it's even on video. Um, Why haven't you sent that to me? You, you want to see it? <laughs> I will show you after. Um, no, Adamo was in front of me and he came so close to the marshal that the marshal jumped back right. and got angry on him so he wanted to hit Adamo but then he came back and hit me. Well, that's, that marshal sounds like he's like terrible <laughs> shot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wouldn't trust that marshal with a gun, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, it was just bad time. But um, yeah. Yeah. But hand is now actually. It's still pretty swollen, but um, with some painkillers we saved it and uh, it was fine. Uh, we survived it and tomorrow morning we have to race again so uh, it's going to be a fun one I think. Okay I wanted to talk about that as well. Um, I've said it to Jonas, I've said it to Brian, I've said it to everyone. I don't understand why you're racing tomorrow. Everyone tells me this Belgian race is amazing and bigger than the Belgian GP and I believe you but it's been a rough track, it's hot, we're miles away from Belgium <laughs> and it's tomorrow on a Monday, you're racing next weekend. Why, like, I, I imagine they must be paying you mm, 250,000 euros? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. But, um, yeah, you cannot describe as soon as you be there, it's crazy. Like, it's full of public. Unbelievable. It's, like, packed more than Lommel GP, I think. And you think Lommel is the toughest track in the world. But trust me, if that place have, like, a normal day, okay, they made it a little bit shorter now. But normally it's, like... Uh, I think it's even a f free practice separate than time practice first motor second motor super final that super final I've never seen a track that rough I've raced that with the 85 and then I watched those 450s and the, uh, in the super final it's unbelievable how tough that track is it's like it's like three times deeper than normal it's just nature and 
it's like Junes and everything, so it gets so rough and they don't flat at all. They don't care about takeoffs, landings. They have like holes. Yeah, even I stand in them and I disappear. I'm 180, 87 and I will disappear in those holes. It's unbelievable, but that's why I like it and it's a fun race. Just play around, jump some bumps, make the fans happy and do it. Yeah, sounds like a lot of work. Sounds like more motos than you do here. Sounds like a horrible track. I'm sure it's fun for you, but it sounds like the track a track that would kill me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just seems like a lot of work for a Monday. Like, do you not do rest days? No, actually, I have had have, have, uh, but uh, I haven't had a rest day for a long time, actually. But um, actually, when I got asked to race there, Rasmus said you can choose, or you go one hour riding your bike in the sand, have fun, or you go one hour cycling. <laughs> so I said, ah. Oh. Then I go ride my bike. I prefer that. So well, maybe a good idea for you to stay away from cycling as well nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> that's really smart. I j that's why I'm training only on the decks, inside on the home trainer, not coming outside. Thirty degrees. I don't care. I stay inside. That's good. That's good. And see, we're we're fixing problems here. Um, speaking of problems, I like I like Finland. It's the first time I've come here. I like this country. I like this GP. Think it's okay. And I think this track could be amazing. But what we need to do is flatten it and start again. <laughs> yeah. We can leave some bits, like the hill's cool. But yeah. like we, we come down the hill and then there's like the, the empty section. Let's come all the way down. After you come down the hill, you go right left over the table. And I feel like I'm racing in Assen. <laughs> I felt so home. I felt it was Assen. It's just such a weird corner like they have the same turns in Assen like really weird and just doesn't make sense <laughs> it's like Wait, one second you say you feel like you're racing at home and now it doesn't make sense no but I, I don't say Assen is a bad track I, I would love to race there one day but just like it's a turn where you t have to turn three times I'm like yeah they have such a nice place here and a lot of space yeah. You could you could build a track in the middle part. Yeah, there's like one big middle part yeah. where they have nothing. You could build Anaheim one in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. Get a sand sand supercross jeep. Yeah. You're struggling today. Yeah. This is a hard interview. Yeah. Um, I haven't found no. I found one rider who actually said this was one of her favorite tracks. But they also said they liked it because it's like a hard. No. What did they say? I'm sure you took all shot. No. No. Normally, not today. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, stop it. I'm not going to tell you. Um, he said that it's a sand track with a hard pack layout, which was interesting. Yeah, but I don't like that. Okay. Just give me sand, sand. Which is why you're going to the holes tomorrow. Exactly. Just ride some sand and have fun. Um, last thing, uh, you're sat here waiting to do a piss for the anti-doping. It's been two hours, I think, since you since you finished your race. Um, Three, yeah, two, three hours. How much longer do you think you're going to be sat here for? I don't know how long you want to do this interview, but I've run out of questions. I've got. Other, I need to go and talk to other riders about the track. My mom just sent me a message. How the fuck? Why is it taking so long? And when I want to go back to the hotel. Yeah, it's going to take a while, I think. Hold on, just finished actually. I'm not happy with that. Now I'm sitting here alone. He almost beat you today, yeah, and then no, he beat he you beat here. When I beat him today, but he beat me with the piss. So. Yeah. 
Mikkel Harrop, uh, MXGP of Finland. I liked your speed this weekend. I liked your form, thought you looked good. I felt like the chances of a podium were quite good. Um, today things went a little wrong in a few different ways, but speed was good. Um, and yeah, I feel like you can take positives from that. And most importantly, no issues again. So that's also a confidence booster. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of things to to look at after this weekend. Obviously, we had a lot of positive things, a couple of things that went wrong. But uh, no, I'm happy with my effort. And in the pace, especially in that second motor that I, when I had to come from the last, was, was good. Uh, and that's basically where we want to be all the time. So I'll go back and I'll work on it, you know, try to improve and get, get back into uh, race winning speed. Because I did feel like there was one or two guys that was quicker than me this weekend. But uh, all in all, it was not too bad, just very unfortunate with a couple of things during the, the, the races. But uh, no, we were quick yesterday, quick again today. I don't think we did anything wrong, just a couple of minor things we can, you know, change. But it's hard to say beforehand, you know. How would, um, well actually, speaking of your speed, uh, when Yago got to you in the second moto, I even thought to myself, like, Yago's not going to be able to pass him easily because yeah. you are on that pace. Yeah. Um, did you know that he was behind you? Did you know it was him? Could you, can you tell because you can hear the Yamaha? Well, I knew it was Yamaha. You can hear it. But I just, like, two laps before I passed, uh, I think it was, uh, what is his name? Um, Gion? No. Panka? Yamaha guy. Benison? Benistan, yeah, I passed Benistan and um, I thought maybe, because sometimes, sometimes Benistan is quite stubborn yeah. and, and tries to fight back, but it wasn't him it turns out. Yeah. I didn't know, I just saw blue front fender and that's basically, you know, because I was focusing yeah. moving forward, I think I was in seventh at that point. And uh, yeah, like we just spoke about, I I came in a little too deep in the one corner and, and Yago came in quite aggressive, I think he also didn't intend to, to come in that no. quick. And uh, yeah, just one thing led to another and we just went flying, both of us, you know, it was a big mess. And yeah, I've been pushing because I came from last, yeah. so I was completely dead, you know, by the time when you have to pick up the bike and yeah. get going again, it's, it's tough. So I did manage to just continue and I didn't lose any positions, but, but, but obviously it was, it was annoying because uh, we were in a good position despite of uh, crashing the start. Were you, were you pissed? Did you blame him at the time or? I'm not the type of guy who want to blame anybody. She obviously didn't want to fight him or anything. Obviously I was pissed. Obviously yeah. I was pissed, but... I think it was a racing incident. Exactly. That People always came to, oh, we, uh, what do you think do we need to do? I say, no, no, listen. Wait, who said, who told you that? Well, there's a lot of people coming to me saying, oh, this and that. And I'm like, Pff. I mean, if I had the, if I saw a gap somewhere, I would go for yeah. it as well, you know, and, and that's just how it is. Um, what happened in the first motor with the lab rider, of course, is a little bit more annoying because he's not a part of the battles. But Wait, talk me through that because I don't think anyone saw it. Well, I think when you watch the replay, last lap I was in fourth. Uh, I'd made a really good race. I think I made a couple passes yeah. during the race. And, and we were yeah, on the home stretch just before the waves. I'd been stuck behind this lap rider for five, six corners. And he kept getting blue flagged, but he didn't move. Yeah. Who was it? Do you know? I don't remember 422, I believe it I don't know who that is. A anyway, so I started to get a little bit frustrated, especially because I had riders behind me trying to pass. So I went for outside, actually hits it really well. And and he goes into the corner and fucking, oh, sorry, just sends <laughs> it through the corner and blows me out, like really takes me out yeah. big time. And 
and I didn't it realize it was that bad. Yeah, no, it was it was quite bad. I was just very yeah. lucky to get away with it because, and I didn't anticipate. You know, I've been. I assume he's seen me. Yeah. Because I I've been behind him for half a lap and we came so quick. You know, he was almost standing still. That part of the track, I just couldn't get past him. You know, and then yeah. Did he apologize? Uh. Yeah, I think I made him apologize. Oh, did that, did that time were you a little bit pissed? Yeah, I was quite, I was quite pissed, you know, because I lost four positions yeah. in in a p half a lap, and it was, it was so stupid because you know he was not supposed to be there. You know, he went yeah. so slow, but I mean, it's again, it's a part of racing, so uh, you can just move on from it. There's nothing really to do about it. Also, um, hard to pass on that part of the track. Uh, I think. I've said this a lot. I think that this track could be really good. They just need to like start again a little bit and come out with a new layout before the finish. Use the uh, area in the middle of the track. Like uh, coming down that hill, instead of turning right at the bottom, yeah. come all the way to the pit lane area yeah. and then do a 180 and go back on another long straight. Like, yeah. And then that would open it up a bit more. Yeah, I think uh, there was too many corners that led to the same yeah. sort of boom. Like the most one-line sand track I've ever seen. Yeah, but I, I gotta say, I don't know how, how many were we like 27 in the 250 class 23 23 so I crashed in the start in second mode I was 23rd like dead last after three laps I was I think back into 10th I, you can check me on the okay. stats yeah I was back into 10th and a couple laps later so in seventh so it was possible it's to easy pass. to pass well when you're <laughs> flying it is oh yeah when you when you're on another level to everyone else but that's why I'm saying that's where we're we gonna be next year you know we're gonna be in that next level okay so I'll hold done, you to that. Yeah, we've done big steps this winter, but obviously there's a couple more steps because I don't feel like uh, we are at the limit yet. Last thing, and I've been wondering this, maybe you've never thought this. When you crash in the first corner like you did second moto, yeah. when you get up, do you automatically think like, shit, I'm in 40th? Or do you get up and think, it's fine, I'm in 20th, like I'll be in top 10 in a couple of laps? Because like, obviously if this was a full gate, which is fine, I'm not saying that's bad, but if it was, then crashing in the first corner would be a bigger penalty. So do you automatically think like, shit, I'm s I've got to work nah, through so many riders? Nah, because the top 10 is still so competitive. And if you got to make your way up to top 10 from, from last, whether it's 40th, it's still really hard. One thing you, you have to consider is that if you have 40 riders, the difference between the first or the first five to the last yeah. is going to be too big. And you will have more events like it happened in first motor where yeah. the lap riders don't move. and. It's very annoying for us, especially when you're in a situation like that, because that can mean the difference between a podium and not, you know. You are big on this because we've spoken away from interviews, and I'm going to blow you out now, but you said that like you prefer it like this as opposed to the AMA Nationals where there's 40 riders. Well, yeah, I, I say if you aim to have 20 riders or 25 riders, yeah. I feel like that's better, but obviously then you make a setup surrounding yeah. that Skates, amount of riders. But, but um, I don't see anything wrong in it because it also pushes the level. I feel like there's more F1 yes, style. And you have, you have you, we already take big chances, yeah. big risks during a race. We don't need other people involved in it. And if you have 40 riders, there's just no way that that 40 rider is going to be as quick as if there was only 25. You know, it yeah. would limit it a lot more. But what you got to do then is just make, say, we have a limit at 20 or 25. Yeah. So we bring back the qualifying so that only the quickest guys can show up, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. I think that makes it more competitive and it makes it safer for the riders as well. But you would, and you can focus maybe a little bit more on the person because if you have four riders, there's no way the media, everyone can get around yeah. all the riders, you know? So it, it, I think- I try my best. Yeah, <laughs> I think, it, I think, well, I think 
it's uh, important for the sport if 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 they mo- want to make it more exclusive, you know, because yeah. that's where I feel like they're going. Yeah. Which is which is in some way nice, but obviously there's a couple of changes that need to be done because. Yeah, it is dangerous to have a guy who's like six, seven seconds slower than you a lap. You know, yeah. it's just it just doesn't really work. You don't see a Formula One car that is uh, five, six, seven. Well, if you had forty riders, it would probably be like fifteen seconds slower than you. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, so that's on a track like this, that isn't wide open and yeah. narrow and blah blah yeah. blah. Well, it was a tough track, so it's only for the tough guys who can go quick. But I mean, yeah, I think I think I don't see a problem in the that amount of riders there. Uh, because of safety but obviously you need to then set up the whole surroundings for it so it doesn't look weird because there's 40 gates so it looks empty when there's not but if you only had 25 gates then it wouldn't look any bad you know it just makes it more exclusive